Right, they go. Campbell is up from fullback over halfway. Brings Spate back on the angle run. Henry Spate stepping. Spate delivering to McDermott. And it's a beautiful try to the Queensland Reds. Yes, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Reds Radio Podcast. Team Mitch here back again. And this week, I'm joined by the versatile, the talented lock back row option, Luke Khan. Salakai Aloto Khan. Good to see you, mate. Good to see you too, Mitch. Always good to see you. Uh, mate, uh, look, isolation. Uh, we've seen some guys, uh, you know, shave their heads, dye their hair, uh, grow their beards out, mate. What's the strangest thing you've done in isolation so far? Oh, strangest thing that I've done? Um, fire up. Trying to think. Um, bro, nothing too strange, eh? I don't, like to, I don't like to put myself out there too much like Nella. <laughs> dye my hair blonde or do do something ridiculous. Um don't want to kind of just fly under the radar a bit. Uh, so, yeah, not, nothing too crazy. Um, uh, just trying to keep things as normal as possible there, um, especially with, with the situation we're in, just trying to keep things as normal as possible. But um, I did actually did think about dyeing my hair blonde, but when I saw Nella's hair, it looked ridiculous. <laughs> so I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. Mate, what do you think? I've, I've seen Nella do it. Uh, Isaac Rodder as well has also dyed his hair, mate. What's doing there? Yeah, fair, like fair enough. Nella, I knew Nella would be someone that would do it, but yeah. when I seen Rodder's one, I was like, bro, I don't know, bro. I think you just need a, yeah, I don't know, Rodder, dye your hair back, bro. I don't know what you're thinking. Well, here we are in your homemade garage here, mate. Um, you've actually been setting the standard with the boys in the group for training and working out. Where does that determination come from, mate? Um, I, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm setting the standard. Um, I know a few people have told me that I, I have been, um, the coaches have been um, giving me um, some good criticised um, feedback. Um, I know I just, I'm a bit of a senior player now, even though I'm only 23. Um, got a bit more experience than some of the other boys because uh, we are such a young group. Um, and, you know, I'm a voice in this team, so um, I don't want to say stuff and there's no power behind it or it's just meaning uh, meaningless. So, um you know, kind of got to kind of look after yourself and take care of what's in your backyard first before you try telling everyone else what to do or, um, you know, before you go back in orders. So uh, that's something that's something that I was um, that was that I was brought up with. So I guess it's just um, yeah, something that's I've always kind of been around. Um, I'm an, I'm the eldest of, of four here at home, so um, that that as well kind of got to set the standard and and not slack off. So. Um, as well as just staying fit, like that's our job. Um, that's what we get paid to do. Um, you know, there's people's working from home, and so are we. So, um, just making sure that we abide by what the coaches um, have put forth to us, and trying to come back not not looking too big. So yeah, I think that's where, yeah, probably just just what I've been surrounded by um, growing up. Mate, seven games into Super Rugby, and then bang, suspended, and we're at home training. Mate, how frustrating was that for you? I know yourself, you were in some great form playing footy over in Christchurch against the Crusaders, mate, one of your best games. The squad, the group, the team itself, mate, we were just making our way up the ladder there. Yeah. How how frustrating was that for you, mate? Oh, it's, it's always frustrating when stuff like that happens. Um, you know, in a way, it's kind of stunned our growth a bit or kind of, you know, stunned the way that we were going. Um, like you said, we had a pretty narrow loss to the Crusaders over there, but... Um, we played well as a team, mm. um, and then the following week, um, you know, we we 
performed well in the second half to come back and and, and beat the Bulls. So, mm. um, you know, a few boys were you know putting their hands up for, um, you know, for selections and stuff like that. We were starting to just gel as a group after um, having some tough losses throughout the year, uh, tough tours. So, yeah, it's frustrating um, on that front. Um, you know, we I think we all just starting to find our feet um, as as a team because um, as individuals we we're all capable. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was frustrating. It's just you wanna you wanted to you kind of ask yourself, well, where where what direction um, were we heading in? Yeah. Um, especially coming up against the the Aussie teams. Yeah, yeah. I think our next game was against the Brumbies, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it was against the Brumbies. So we t- looking back around one played well in the first half, second half not so much. So mm. um, that that game was definitely circled in, on my calendar, um, and I know a few of the boys have um, too. So. Yeah, it's frustrating, but man, stuff happens sometimes. Um, yeah. So you gotta just move, move, roll with the punches, I guess. There. Yeah, mate. Outside of you know training here at home, uh, I guess it's allowed for a bit of uh, Netflix, mate, and, uh, yeah. and 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 streaming. What are you What are you watching at the moment, mate? Um, I don't really watch that much Netflix, but the Michael Jordan. Yeah. Bro, that's the. How good is it? The Last Dance. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah bro, yeah. that's like. Because I. You're, we're both basketball fans. You're yep. a massive basketball fan, Celtics yep. fan, yep. wearing your Celtics shirt here. <laughs> it's a bit disrespectful. Um, <laughs> but nah, um, both massive basketball fans, yeah. as as is everyone else in the world. Yeah. Um, you kind of grew up in the era of Michael Jordan. Yeah. I grew up in the era of LeBron James, yep. Kobe Bryant. So yep. I always had this perception that, in a way I still do, that LeBron is like like the the man, yeah. the greatest of all time, the GOAT. Yeah. Um, and see, we don't really understand why he, Michael Jordan, was regarded as the goat, or yeah. why that he was regarded the best ever. Still is, um, but now then you get a you, like. Sorry, I've gone a bit off track here, but no, no. You, like watching that. That's so to answer your question. That's pretty much what I've been watching is the yeah. last dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go further into that, like now to look back and see some of that raw footage that mm. they allowed in his last season mm. is like, bro, that's that's mad, eh? Mm, mm. Um, especially as just a sports fan. Mm. Like that's mad. Like I'm pretty sure all the other basketballers that are professional will be looking mm. at that, going like, feeling like little kids again. Mm. Mm. Um, I think episodes every Monday, eh? Yeah. So I, I the last Monday. episode that I watched was like the best episode. The Rodman stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, like before the documentary, I was yeah. like LeBron James, the greatest of all time. Yeah. Then the first two episodes, I was like, bro, I think Michael Jordan's okay. the greatest of all time. And yeah. then I watched the third and fourth episode. I'm like, yeah. nah. Dennis Rodman is the greatest of all time. <laughs> Bro, that dude is... Man. Because yeah. he was no, like known for being outrageous and stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, I think yeah. a few years ago, he went to North Korea, hung out with like that Kim Jong-un dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Bro, this guy, what's he up to? Yeah. And then like you actually get a bit of insight into his life. Yeah. Bro, there's that story where I think he was like, oh, went to Phil Jackson and was like, oh, I need, I need a vacation mid-season. <laughs> he goes to Vegas. Because he was being like a... He was being sensible, like behaving the whole year yeah. while Scottie Pippen was injured. Yeah. And then Scotty Pippen come back and he's like, nah, I need I need to go. You need to let me. So Phil Jackson was like, all right, we'll let you go. Yeah. So he went to Vegas for 48 hours. Yeah. And then like he disappeared for like, I think it was like four days or something. Yeah. yeah. And then Michael Jordan had to get to Vegas and drag him out a bit. But I think that's, I think that's like mad. Eh? It's like yeah. every every athlete's dream. Just to just mid-season, just go to Vegas. <laughs> I think I might try that when, when season gets back. Go ask Tony. Can I have 48 hours off? What do you think he'll say? I don't know. Well, Phil Jackson let him. You understand your players, you know. I'm pretty sure you understand where I'm coming from. I don't <laughs> Mate, know where I'll go though. Well, actually, uh, 
watching that, it actually reminded like Rodman actually reminded me of you. Not the Vegas and the yeah. <laughs> disappearing for, for forty eight hours, but I think it was the start of the the third episode where he said, you know. People only sort of see me on face value. They don't know, yeah. you know, who I am, and they don't, and they don't want to. But people, if they actually take the time to understand me and ask, you know, who I am, then they can get to see the real me. Yeah. Do you agree with that, mate? Oh, to some extent, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, like, I appreciate the Rodman comparison. <laughs> that, that's actually mad. Off the field, I like to think of that, Jake. Um, yeah, like, you, like you don't really know. Like just even in like general society, you don't know someone. No. Um, so you could look at someone or tell it up and all that, but you don't really know what they like. So mm. I think it's easy to kind of just sit back and just make quick, easy judgments of someone. Yep. Um, yeah. That's something I've always been a, always been a big, um, been big on is just actually get to understand, mm. like people, um, mm. even like your own teammates. Yeah. I think once you can understand, um, your own teammates from a personal front. Instead of just rugby, yeah. um, then it's like, you, without realizing, you build that that um, chemistry, that bond, so much better. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that that we've taken on board at the Reds. Yeah. Um, is just, yeah, just actually getting to know the person. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know, I don't know what the perception of me is, or, or the perception of me is out there. But um, to be honest, I don't, I don't really care. But at the same time, like you know, we got to make sure we kind of putting the person first before what they actually do mm. like mm. no one cares that you're a rugby player I don't care that I'm a rugby player mm. like all I care about is the person that you are because mm. mm. um, at the end of the day we all go home to our families so mm. you've got to act normal some some way mm. so why not just act act real the whole time mm. that's the, that's my look at it anyway some wise words man um, the other parallel I drew from the last dance, I guess, with us and Queensland, you know, MJ sort of realised, um, you know, with Scotty Pippen being there, that there is more to a team than just him. You know, yeah. like he can he can rely on other people to get the job done, and he actually needed, you know, Scotty and Dennis in the team and yeah. all these other guys. Do you feel that's the same with us at the Reds? That there is just this collective of uh, of, of of great players who can sort of, I guess, push towards higher honours, mate. Yeah, I, I I agree. Like mm. you see in that, um, I think there was a clip where Jackson was like hit Paxton. He's op- is it Paxton? Paxton, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Paxton's yeah, open, yeah, hit yeah, him, yeah. and he was just like, at, at first he was like, oh, I think it was like early on he was like, nah, I'm like, I'm against this coach coming in, taking the ball out of my hands. That's right, yeah. Um, but then you see why, um, you know, it's a team sport. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm not saying we're the same as the Bulls because we're definitely <laughs> the furthest thing from the Bulls. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think. We've got that going at the Reds, um, especially this year. Yeah. Which you've seen probably the most we've moved the ball in, in, in ages. Yeah, yeah. I think we're up there for like offloads and yep. um, try scored and all that. So, yeah. Um, like you see that the ball, the ball getting moved and mm. and um, you know everyone being able to, um, the lights being shed on everyone. Mm. Everyone's been able to showcase what they got because we're playing as a team. Yeah. Um, we're playing as a collective. Yeah. Um, and that's why guys like. Jock Campbell, uh, guys like Angus Blythe, yep. um, Scott Young, yep. um, you know these guys that probably don't necessarily always score the tries or make the big bus and stuff. You've kind of seen the dirty work that they do yep. unfold. It's kind of the light's been shed on, yep. um, because everyone, like, if say if Scott Young doesn't clear, if Scott Young's not there at that first breakdown. He doesn't clear it out. Yep. Tate doesn't get the ball quick enough to get to to Rab's. Rab doesn't do a crossfield kick. True. 
to Lipo, Lipo scores in the corner. Yeah. But people just be like, oh, look, Lipo scored that. But in that reality, everything else. that all stemmed from Scott Young's urgency to get there, his clean out. Mm, mm. And even before that, mm. the hard work on the ground by Nella to mm. make a good line, mm. run a good line, work mm. hard on the ground, place the ball back, Scott Young clean out, like mm. all that stuff. Mm. Uh, I think a lot of people are starting to recognise that um, all those little things. And I'm, I'm glad that those guys are getting the recognition mm. because it's the stuff that they deserve. Mm. Um, you know, we everyone wants to see the big plays, but... Um, I think this year at the Reds, we've just kind of hopped on everyone just doing those one percenters. Because mm. um, if we're all doing it, it's going to um, add up to a try or a result. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to see the boys putting their hands up um, for higher honours, especially everyone says we're young. So it's kind of like, if you're good enough, you're old enough. So exactly. it's good. But the other sort of thing, I know we sort of joked about it, it'd be cool if Netflix could, you know, follow the Reds or have that, you know, behind the scenes sort of, you know, content. And you, you know, you said, yeah, you know, even in a couple of years time when we could push for the title, mate, is that, is that a fair comment? Like, is this team a potential championship winning team? I believe. Yeah. Like, I, I believe we are. Yeah. Every team has a potential. Yeah. Like, every team has a potential, but I can only speak on the potential we have because I'm involved with what we have yeah. going at the Reds. Um, you see the stuff day in day out. You see guys grow. You see mm. guys make changes to mm. put the team first. I've made changes to put the team first. Mm. Um, you know, you see guys being unselfish. You see the little one percenters guys do mm. the rolling out, all mm. the stuff, um, taking time, taking time out of their day to make themselves um, be better. Mm. But that adds up because if they're making themselves be better, then collectively we're being better as a team. Mm. Mm. Um, if you're doing that on Monday, and then do that throughout the week mm. it all adds up and leads to Saturday so mm. um, yeah I, I'd love for that to even if we just did it for ourselves like yeah. and then you know say if we did win something or if we yeah. got together yeah. get together later down on the track and look back at all this stuff it's stuff we can look back and be proud of mm. um, obviously it wouldn't be on Netflix probably <laughs> be on YouTube or <laughs> Facebook or something but yeah. man I, I have full belief in the group that we have um, yeah. it's probably the most excited I've been and I've said that every year, but like yeah. this year's been the most excited I've been about a Reds team that I've been a part of. Um, everyone's humble. Yep. There's no egos. Um, you know, you've heard in the other podcast before, wrongers have said that there's no egos. No. Youngie said there's no egos. Wilson said there's no egos. Mm. Wilson's first year in. He's mm. a rookie and he's coming in. He said there's no egos, and that speaks a lot about the team that we have, mm. Mm. Um, the culture that we've um, hopefully built um, for everyone to be happily a part of. Mm. Um, it kind of speaks for itself, especially when you got those young guys. Um, I think I said something earlier on in the year at one of our first meetings was, um, you know, we came back from a World Cup, so, you know, mm. there would be young guys who'd be like, oh, no, whatever they say goes. I made it clear from mm. the start that um, you can learn. Everyone can learn from everyone. Mm. Um, the oldest guy in the room may think he has something, he may, may think he's got everything locked down, mm. but he could learn something from the youngest guy, the most inexperienced in the room, and that may not be something technically in terms of rugby, mm. but it may be about appreciating what we do for a job. Mm. What we do, it might remind that older dude, like, "Oh man, look how lucky I am to mm. be able to do this for a living. Mm. We get paid. Um, this guy appreciates just the finer things and what we do every day." So, mm. um, we've all got the ability ability to learn off each other, mm. which is good. What do you like about this team, mate? You sort of mentioned that they're the no egos and everything like that. Is is that a is that a big reason why you love being a part of this team, mate? Yeah, 100%. Like, we connect on a level where 
it's sort of like not even about the rugby. Um, sometimes we get we got to be reminded to switch on, which you know it put a group of 40 young blokes together of course they're going to be reminded to switch on yeah. but when we do switch on it's like we're on so yeah. um, I come in every day you know you see you, the drive you came here <laughs> today is like an hour towards yeah. Ballymore yeah yeah. like I man I, if I was sick of this team <laughs> I would have mm. either moved or mm. something or like mm. I would have moved closer or something like that yeah, but yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed being part of the Reds and yeah. it's, it's improved every year yeah Um, the team I've got some of my best mates yeah. that I've that I've ever known yeah. um, in this team that yeah. are still here today. Yeah. Um, Chris, guys like Chris Sotia, Alex yeah. Murphy, Nella, yeah. um, just to name a few, um, you know, that are like lifelong friends, mm. brothers, mm. Um, mm. as well as other other guys that I've come to, to know and, and connect with on a level. Mm. Um, you know, and that's not even touching on the rugby side of things, why yeah. I love being a part of the team and why I believe. Yeah. Um, I think it's just just good bunch of um, good boys, um, good stuff. Yeah. We're all learning on the run, you know. We don't have things all figured out. Yeah. We don't have life figured out. Yeah. Um, but we're we're all committed to to helping each other. Mm. Um, that we, there's a purpose mm. Mm. in what we do every day. So, mm. I think we've all started to realize that. Mm. Um, and that's powerful, especially if, especially at a young age. Yeah, true. Especially at a young age, like you got guys in their twenties who are like teenagers, man. Yeah, t- guys guys who are in the teenagers who like some people don't even learn until they have kids or something. Yeah. And like you know, that's because we've got guys, people in our our system who are who are fathers, yeah. people who um, you know have been through experiences. Mm. We all open that up. Mm. We we tear that back down, like mm. right back. Mm. Um, make ourselves vulnerable mm. for everyone to understand the position we come in, mm. like we come from, yeah. our experiences. So it makes everyone understand, like, man, this it's a safe place. Yeah. Um, you know, to get away from what you're doing and 100%. to come here and just connect. So, mm. Mm. Um, I'm probably talking a bit too much, but that's. That's just yeah. a few things why mm. I enjoy, mm. um, and it just makes me enjoy my job even that much more. Mate, last year you signed a three-year deal to stay at the Reds. You don't want to go anywhere, do you? You like it here, mate. Yeah, I, I love, I love, I love playing for the Reds, yeah. um, and even more, I love living in Brisbane. Yeah, Brizzy. Yeah. Um, the weather's good all year round. Um, the people are lovely. Our fans are some of the best fans that I've. They're the only fans I've played for, but yeah. like some of the best people, um, you know, just no, it's just good. Um, yeah. My family are settled here. Yeah, um, they love it here, which is a big reason. Yeah, big reason why. Um, probably the cheapest states to probably live in, like <laughs> to to invest in, or I, I yeah. guess so. That's what most of the boys say. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, I've always had strong feelings about Brisbane in that way, but yeah. in Queensland especially. Mm. Um, then we went and done the rest of regions, yeah. and that was like, yeah, I want to. What wanna, did you get out of that, mate? Just a uh, bit of realization. Yep. Um, it, was, it was a big eye opener, yep. um, because we only involve ourselves with Brisbane or Gold Coast. Yep. Like you don't really see that those yep. people. Yep. Um, you don't really connect with those people. Yep. Um, and you know we, yeah, it was good to go do all the rugby stuff, but yep. I like. When I was there, I just wanted to just hear what they what they went through, what they went through, what they battled through every day. Mm. Um, Where did you go? So me and Rabs, uh, James O'Connor, we went yeah. to we went to Townsville. Yeah. So we went to Townsville. Uh, we went to oh, Burdekin. Yep. Um, another place that was like forty degrees. Yeah. Like at ten a.m., we're running around with kids, yeah. um, which was fun. 
Um, but yeah, we went to Townsville. Yeah. We went there with Source, Big Source. Yep. Shout out to Big Source. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were there. It was good. I was good. We like billeted with a few families. Um, yep. Man, forgive me. I forgot their forgot their names, but they were lovely families. Um, yep. Cooked us a good feed. Um, had a few beers with with the with the families up there, which was good. Kind of just to take the edge off and just and just um, get to know a bit about each other. But it was good, man. I, that just made me realize um, that when we put on that jersey, that there's people out those ways mm. who no matter what they go through on a day-to-day basis, what mm. they've been through already mm. Mm. and the stuff that they are going to face in mm. the near future, they still gather around a TV mm. or gather around some sort of radio or something to, to support us. Yeah, that's like cool. that, that's, that's strong, eh? Like, yeah. I, I reckon anyway. Yeah. It just made me more grateful. Like, you know, mm. I come home to, like, aircon. Like, yeah. you, you, take, you take advantage of that stuff every day. Yeah. Like, you know, some, some families up there, they... Bloody forty degrees! Like mm. I think Wilson and Rongers went to a house. Yeah, I think you went up there. Yeah, there. Went, yeah, yeah, they had yeah. no aircon. It's no. just like like just little stuff. Bar called in Longreach, man. It was like forty five degrees. Yeah, it's crazy. But you know, the one thing that I did take notice of, and it's something that I've been brought up um, strong on, was they go and do all that stuff. But at the end of the day, like they sit down as a family, mm. they eat their meals, or they mm. sit down with the people they live with. They sit down, they eat. Mm. Like that stuff mm. is like. It's just, it's just cool to see like other yeah. other people and how they go about their business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially this isolation, man. Like yeah. the, the the biggest the silver lining in it for me is being able to be at home with my family. True. Um, you know, I I went and got my hair cut yesterday, and a few other people were like, man, like this isolation sucks and stuff. But like, I actually got to sit down with my family and have a meal. Like I haven't yeah. done that in ages because your your mind's too busy thinking about like, oh. What I do every day, got to take care of this, got to do that. I'm always in yeah. a rush. It's kind of, in somewhat way, humbled us to sit down and realize, go, look, everyone goes home at the end of the day. Yeah. Whether you're a rugby player, whether you're a doctor, whether you work on TV or whatever, yeah. or whether you work in a factory, yeah. everyone goes home at the end of the day. Stay in your houses, you can't mm. go anywhere. Mm, mm. Appreciate what you have, mm. family, mm. the food you have, mm. the clothes you have, mm. the roof over your head. Um, I've gone a bit off topic, but mm. it sort of leads into it. Yeah. Um, 100% man like that's the realisation mm. um, so yeah family family, obviously a big part of the reason why I decided to stay in Brizzy mm. community yep and what we have like at the Reds the future yeah. where we're heading boys. so yeah. those are the three big things mate awesome tell us a little about the boys mate tell us maybe some uh, some of the personalities about the guys that uh, people may not know about mate ooh so everyone knows Nella like all you gotta do is just Google him, YouTube him, or go on his Instagram. Is like, I'm sick of him. His face pops up everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, sick of Nella. Yeah. Um, who's some good personalities? Um, the Skip. Yeah. Wrong you know, like yeah, I, yeah. I sort of like. Oh, I was happy as for him. Skip. Oh, you Skip. Like you're you're the perfect man for the job. Yeah. But I was just like, I said to him, I was like, bro, don't make me see you like. I don't want to see you change go all corporate on us now, bro. Like, yeah. say the same as like, nah, nah, I'll never, I'll never do that. That's good. Everyone sees wrongers, you know, on the screen, you know, giving us the the pregame, postgame talks, and he's so well spoken because he is. Yeah. But like, away from you, strip that all down, take the C away from the end of his name, and he's like, bro, he is the best, like one of the best boys to hang out with. He's like, mingles with everyone. Yeah. He's a character. Yeah. He doesn't care what he wears. Like he's everyone would say he's probably the worst dress sense. <laughs> he like he rocks around with Crocs. Yeah. Wears like I think I could like Crocs, 
Lakers, Lakers shorts and like a a forex shirt or something, yeah. and like a, a forex hat. Yeah. Or he just wears ridiculous stuff. Like he just doesn't care. Like he's so humble. Yeah. Um, he's a good dude. Um, yeah. Tate. Yeah. Bro, he's a grouch. <laughs> bro, seriously, he's a grouch. <laughs> bro, that like that is. I think it's just a small man syndrome, bro. I think that's what it is. Eh? Like that dude's like that. I swear that dude like. I swear, like he wakes up every morning with the goal to like get into a fight with someone or argument just to like you know just to prove that he's he's worth it yeah. like bro like you're worth it bro like yeah, yeah. just cause you're yeah you're small but bro just relax like just smile once in a while the ground um yeah. who else Woody mm-hmm. um I don't even know what's his what's his proper name Woody Michael oh yeah Michael <laughs> I don't even know his proper name I just know Woody <laughs> see these guys like I don't even like yeah Woody yeah um bro that dude is lost there it means well but he's so lost, man. He's he's a funny dude. Um, what else? Filippo? Yeah. He's a good character. Eh? Yeah, he's, good. he's Man, that dude is so, like, always smiling. I'll tell you a funny story. Like, yeah. everyone knows that he's always happy, always smiling, always grateful. Um, you can tell that he's grateful. Obviously, he came from Fiji. His family's here now, so it's good to see. Yeah. Like, even when he got red-carded against the Rebels in the trial. Like, yeah. he, he got red-carded. He walks off and he's smiling. And like I asked him, I go, bro, like, you just scored five tries, you pretty much locked down the the starting winger spot for yeah. yourself round one, yeah. and then you go dump some dude on his head, yeah. and he's like, oh, I was tired, I wanted to come off, <laughs> so you go dump some dude on his head, and you go red card, and he's just still smiling. I was like, bro, um, but yeah, that's the just to name a few. Who else? Who, who else do you reckon? What about Chrissy? You know, he's very softly spoken. You're you're pretty tight with him, mate. Yeah. What's he like as a bloke? Yeah, he's good. Um, yeah, like you said, I'm pretty tough. Um, yeah, he's probably with a few, probably like two, or th- two or three guys that I could, you know, they're I'll say they're mm. maybe four. Yeah, I don't know that that fourth guy pissed me off a few times. <laughs> that fourth guy, yeah, sometimes he's in or he's out. But yeah, Chrissy, uh, man, he's I just like him because he's real, eh? Yeah. Like he's he's never um, never been one to to be um, boastful yep. or to switch his personality. He's just the same with everyone. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time with him. Like yep. I said, training at the gym with him, mm. here at home. Mm. Um, you know, we catch up on the weekends, have barbecue, mm. have some drinks together, mm. um, message each other and so, all that stuff. Um, mm. I think that just comes, me and him being close, just comes from um, when I first came for 2015 rehab. Yep. Me and Chrissy did rehab together. Yeah. I'm not gonna expose you on this podcast, Chrissy. <laughs> I'm not gonna expose you. I'm not gonna expose you, but we done our rehab together, yeah. and um, yeah, that was a good time. So we kind of yeah. spent time together. But yeah, his yeah. his personality is um, everyone knows Chrissy, humble, quiet. Yeah, everyone knows what Chrissy's like, what he's capable on the field. But yep. then everyone knows not to piss Chrissy off. <laughs> You've seen that, eh? Oh yeah. Everyone, like I think Ronga said that Argentina man, bro. That, that was. On the field, he's putting shots on left, right, and center. I think because I think he didn't he didn't get selected those first two games. Yeah, and he's someone that I would put on my team every every day of the week. Yep. Um, but like obviously there's guys who you know guys perform well in the preseason. They earned their earned their stripes, so they did it. Yeah. I think we were we were two losses, and um, we wanted to desperately get a win before we came home. Yeah. And um, Thorny put him on the wing. I was like, when he got named, I looked at him. I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, smiles like, yo, we're on. <laughs> and he's just like, just looking at me and just like shaking his head, like, nah, like you know, just so yeah. humble. Yeah. And then like, be- before the game, he's chilled. 
like got his headphones on, just chilled. Goes on warm up, chilled. Doesn't run around that much, chilled. Yeah. Does his does his stuff. Yeah. Come on the field, it's like flicks a switch, man. Like some dudes around us just pumped him, bump him off, score two tries, and then like after the after the game, everyone's like, I think your man Hunter got man of match, Hunter, but yeah. he came second, and yeah. everyone was so g'd up for him. Yeah, it was good, man. Like, yeah. So shout out to Chrissy. Um, hope I didn't piss off anything I said. He probably probably messaged me after this or something. <laughs> but yeah, um, anyone yeah. else? Mate, Wilson maybe he 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 talks very well. He's very very talkative, mate. But Annoying. He, he, he talks yeah. highly of you, mate. Yeah. What's he like? No, he's good, eh? Yeah. He's enthusiastic. Um, like I remember when he first came last year. Yeah. Oh, I remember when he first came last year, bro. He first came last year, and I think they played in the Oceania comp. Yeah. Against um, New Zealand, and I think they won, eh? Yeah. Bro, they won, and like. I remember that game because it was a, I seen some I knew he was of us yeah. and I remember that game because he was um, chirping up loud like you know how you know what he's like oh, yeah. oh, off yeah. the field he's like yeah. real chirpy in your face like if you yeah. if you throw something chat at him on the field and then you stuff up or he scores like he'll make sure you hear about it <laughs> so I was like bro like everyone knew like bro he was so, like I think it was ridiculously chirpy like it was just kind of like bro like cut it out and then we come to training on Monday and they return back from the under-20s camp. And yeah. They start doing training. And so we all come to training on the field warming up. And we're about to start warming up. Thorny pulls him to the side. So Thorny pulls him to the side. And then, like, we were training. And, like, I, I knew straight away. I was like, I knew Thorny's going to. Because that's, that's the good thing about Thorny is he doesn't let anyone, anyone. Um, get ahead of themselves. Get ahead of themselves. Yeah, doesn't, yeah, like, yeah. doesn't let anyone think they're bigger than the team. Yeah. Um, and we've all had those talks. Yeah. So like when he got pulled to the side and it was fresh off that game, yeah. I knew exactly what it was. So I'm sitting there just warming up, throwing lines at him, and like I can see him just like he's all red, he's like he's all nervous, and he was just like caught today. And I was just like, I was like, see what happens, bro. Yeah. You just let you fully do your talking, which is what he's doing now. Yeah. Bro, he's playing. Wouldn't surprise me if he, in that in the next Wallaby team, you see his name there. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, he's good man, hard mm. worker, mm. enthusiastic, just. Loves to just throw chat at the boys. Mm. I think he's best when he's enjoying himself. Mm. So I think he's takes it upon himself to make sure he's always in a good mood because mm. he always is. Mm. He's always joking around. But sometimes you can talk about footy too much. He's that's how much he loves it. Yeah, he just loves it. Eh? He's always got a footy in his hands. Always talking about it. Always g'd up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Russo is good character. Um. I enjoy my time off the field with Russo. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Like a lot, so <laughs> shout out to you. So I know he'll like that. He'll probably message me when he hears this going, Oh, bro, yeah, thanks for the rap. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, mate, very good. Look, you know, you're in a pretty good place with your rugby now, mate. Um, but a couple of years ago, mate, that wasn't the case. Yeah, um, take me back to 2018. Yep. Um, a pretty tough time in your life, but also I feel a very defining time as well, mate. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think it's been been pretty well documented. Um, unfortunately, that um, what I went through on the personal front was kind of um, everyone kind of knows. So what happened, which is unfortunate, but um, yeah. man, like you know, like, sometimes things in life happen, and yeah. you can't really control it. You only can, can control what you can. So mm-hmm. um, that yeah, that's that'll never leave. That'll always be at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. Um, what happened to me then? But like yeah. you said. Something that kind of is a defining moment, which is yeah, which is true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just 
yeah, I'll never forget it. Eh? It's just mm-hmm. it's always um it's always something that I've goes to runs through my mind every day. So yeah, it's unfortunate, but um look, I'm I'm probably not the only person that um that's happened to, yeah. or yeah. my family isn't the only family that has had un- an unfortunate circumstance happen to them. So yeah. Yeah. um to all the people out there who who have gone through what I've been through, mm. um and to all the people who which sucks that I'm saying this, that will eventually go through what I'm going through yeah. or what I have been through, yeah. what I currently am going through is yeah. you just got to, you just got to roll, roll with the punches, unfortunately. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my advice to people are, people in, who are in similar positions to me or, or going through this stuff is to, um, is to not stay, stay quiet about it. Yeah. Talk to those who um, are close to you, yeah. those who you feel comfortable talking to. Yeah. It's like, Nothing is, nothing is, um, how do you say it? Nothing's worth just holding aside to yourself. Yeah. That stuff eats you up. Yeah. I've tried it. doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I think that ties into the whole mental mental health side mm. of things, mm. which I kind of went through a little bit. But um, mm. obviously speaking to people, mm. um, my my family here at home, mm. um, my my other extended family, close mm. friends like mm. Chris, Mafi, Nella, mm. um, Samu, mm. Um, a few other boys, mm. you know, just being able to open up and let people know how you're feeling. I think mm. that kind of helped me not put it to the side what happened, kind of helped me deal with it. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's probably how I, that was the process I took was eventually starting to open up and talk to people because, yeah. man, you don't know, like, I could talk to you about it and mm. how do I know that you have something for me that could help me, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, true. So I think that's 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 yeah. how I went with it. But yeah, that was unfortunate that that stuff will never will never leave my mind. Yeah. Which is um which sucks that it happened, but um at the yeah. same time I kinda turned that into motivation, use yeah. that as fuel. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um to kind of use it as my drive to push myself every day. Yeah. Um, to do things for my family. So yeah. I think that's I wouldn't say it's what I don't look at it as a positive. Because I've always had the drive. Yeah. I think it just adds fuel to the fire. Yeah. Um, to want to make my family proud or make yeah. my people that I love yeah. happy or proud. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You took took some time time off away from footy to be with your your mum and your family. Yeah. Um, was that was that needed, mate? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like if if the same thing happened to someone else, they'll do the same thing. Need yeah. to go home with my family. Yeah. I don't care about my occupation. I don't care about footy. Yep. I don't care about the money. I don't yeah. care about... At that time, I didn't care about representing my country. I was like, nah, I need to go represent my family. I need to go be with my family. Mm. Because at the end of the day, when I'm retired, when all this starts, if I had a season, if I had a career-ending injury, mm. i go home to my family. You know? like, and that's, what's, that's what happened. Something tragic happened to my family. I had to come home and be with my family. Mm. Um, I had to be with my younger siblings because I'm the eldest. Mm. Um, I think some people are, you know, I see, I see, I've been told some people are saying like, "Oh, you're weak, bro. You should, like, how how you let how you let this happen, and then you walk away from the jersey, or how you walk away from footy." I'm just like, bro, until you actually like go through that stuff, you don't really know, eh? So, mm. but like I said, everyone's entitled to their opinion. I'm not expecting yeah. everyone to understand what mm. we go through on a day to day basis. So, mm. Mm. they probably made remarks without them even knowing mm. or having a full understanding. So it's kind of like. Mm. Yeah, up to you, bro. Mm. But like my my um, my focus was my family. Yeah, be here with my family, um, and just take care of what I needed to take care of. Mm. Um, 
which was my family, and then mm. eventually kind of got to looking after myself and my headspace. So mm. it was it was needed. It definitely yeah. was needed. Yeah, for sure. And, 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 I guarantee you, any other player who says otherwise, I guarantee you, you'll, you'll go straight to your family. So, yeah. it is what it is. Well, mate, with that, you know, under your new surname and everything it meant, you know, you had a solid 2019 season, which then culminated in a Rugby World Cup. How special was that to you? Oh, it was, it was everything, eh? I, 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 you know, I always fascinated with the fact that the World Cup was, like, the best thing you can do. Mm. Um, but that was just of me playing it on rugby or weight on PlayStation two. <laughs> or like people talking about it, watching it on T V like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you and then you get over there, it was like wow, this is I was like a little kid again, eh? It was yeah. like mad it was just like like it's surreal. Yeah. Like doing the whole ceremony thing. Yeah. Um being there with some of my best mates. Yeah. Like it's mad. And then yeah. like then you representing your country, representing all the people at home who was uh, you weren't staying up late because it was similar time zones, eh? Yeah, yeah so it was kind of like was all the people, the thousands, probably millions of people back at home yeah. supporting us. It was like, get a thrill, away. Eh? It was mm. mad. Mm. Mm. And then like, even just to kid up with some of the players at the mm. World Cup, mm. like guys like le- like legends, like David Pocock, legend, yeah. um, freak. Yeah. Um, some of the older guys I never thought I'd play with. Um, Adam Ashley Cooper. Yeah. Sweep. Yeah, yeah. Legend. Yeah. And legend on the field. <laughs> wow, wow, that guy's a legend, eh? Um, like Kipps. Yeah. Everyone, Kipps, uncle. Shout out to uncle. Yeah. Um, yeah, like just those guys. I'm um, seeing it. Them and their Wallaby goal for the last time. Willie Genya. Mm. Last time in goal. Mm. Um, you know, tough. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, he didn't go to the World Cup, but... Before we went to the World Cup in Parramatta, seen him play last Wallaby Gold, like yeah. stuff like that, just yeah. made me appreciate it um, so much more. Yeah. The people we play for, the, the past people who have played in this jersey, mm. they're so grateful to be one of mm. 31 to go over there and mm. represent our our country. So, mm. you know, unfortunate, unfortunate about uh, about our result, but maybe it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah, yeah, mate. Um, I guess you know with experiences like that um, sort of under your belt you know you continue to grow and develop as a footballer but also a leader um, and I know look I've, I've seen that off the field too especially with this group a lot of the boys look up to you um, they almost see you as a bigger brother even a even a father figure at, at times mate does that come naturally to you and I guess everything that has happened in the last 12 months you know how is that is that something you like doing I guess mate um I think it's just something that um, comes naturally. Yeah. Um, then you throw a bit of my experiences that yeah. I've had yeah. away from the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, stuff that I do day to day with my younger siblings. I think yeah. it's sort of something that it's you know naturally comes in something that I've um, a role that I've filled mm. Um, mm. away from the field. Mm. So then you take all those um, all that stuff with you into like a, a, a team environment, mm. um, especially the environment that we have, yeah. young guys. Yeah. Um, you know, it's I. I felt like upon myself it was kind of, especially with like the all the brothers, to kind of be a, a voice or just be there for them. Yeah. Um, it's like even like, yeah, like the rugby experiences and being at a World Cup. Yeah, like yeah, like that stuff doesn't matter mm. for me. Mm. Like it's more so what you have to offer. Mm. Um, from like man to man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it's good. You know, it's it's nice to have a bit of um a few boys say that or like have that recognition that leader title or um, someone who 
someone I don't like to look at it as a leader I just like to look at it as someone who they feel comfortable to go and speak to yeah or someone they can can draw some advice from yeah or help them yeah um with their their journey sort of way um because you don't want to you don't want to be a young dude or someone go through mm. these experiences alone. Mm. There's always someone who's been through similar mm. situations or mm. knows something that can help. Mm. It's about care too. Yeah, like you 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 care for them and and they and they care for you too, mate. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, man, like I I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't be able to come home. Yeah. And and be a big brother to my siblings. Yeah. Um, be a, a child to my mum. Yeah. If I'm going away from my home my teachings, going to training and being someone that I'm not. Yeah. I couldn't, like, you can't, I don't know how you can do that. Yeah. I don't know how I could do that. Like, yeah. all the stuff that I'm, being an older brother here at home, like, just for example, like Sam, doing all these things at home, being the older brother that I am, being yep. the man of the house that I've um, I've learned, that yep. I'm trying to grow into. Mm-hmm. Then if I drive an hour to Ballymore, go home, and it's kind of like, you don't be that person, yeah. or you be the complete opposite, it's kind of like, you kind of just, throwing everything that you learn back into the faces of the people that taught it to you mm. so it's mm. kind of like yeah it does come naturally something that I've mm. grown into over mm. over the years mm. um, and I don't I don't go out there I don't go out of my way to help boys to, for them to turn around and go oh mm. bro thanks mm. like 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 you said that care factor yeah yeah like how much do you care yeah how much do you care uh, not about the team like mm. so much to speak about like the result like mm. how much do you care just about other people in general mm. that's always been my thinking mm. um, is is youth work something you'd like to get into on the side possibly mate yeah 100% that's something that I've um, you know because everyone always goes what do you got you got to think about life post rugby yep. you got to do you got to study you got to um, work towards something after footy so I've, I've it's taken me a few years to kind of realise what I've wanted to do and I've I've actually pretty passionate about that stuff yeah um i don't know i don't know the route you got to take to get there um i think that's what maddie smith's for trying to help us uh, um yeah yeah that's something that i want to get involved in now mate you've mentioned your uh training regime and also a bit of a uh, bit of netflix mate but something else you've been getting up into uh into isolation mate bit of a uh, bit of music bit of uh you've got a recording studio here in in your bedroom mate and i'm I must admit, lyrically, mate, it's 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 very good. You're very talented, mate. Um, how did all this come about? How did it all come about? Yeah. Um, yeah. So those who know me know that I've always been um, into music, very much into music, yeah. um, since a young kid. Yeah. I've uh, been surrounded by music since I was born. Um, music always. I swear, I'm pretty sure our neighbours are sick of us playing music 24-7 at home. <laughs> um, but music's always getting played. I've always been around it. So growing up, I always gravitated towards music. Mm. And, um, you know, like I said, those who know me, you can kind of tell what what mood I'm in by the music that I play. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, if I'm in a good mood, it's, you know, you kind of judge by the music I listen to. But I've always wanted to get into the into the making of music or into the recording process Um like you said, the writing process. Mm, mm. I've always fell in love with it. I fell in love with that stuff when I was younger. Mm. Um, but trying to do that and then rugby, I kind of lost that whole writing process. I always done it, yeah, but just not as much as I am now because of due to isolation. Yeah, true. Um, but I've always loved music, man. You see the speaker I carry at Ballymore on tour. Yeah, the DJ for the team. Yeah, uh, me and Muffy. So 
I've always just had this passion for music, um, this love for music that, you know, sometimes sometimes it's even I'm more passionate about music than I am about rugby. Yeah. Um, but it's just been good to be able to finally tap into it yeah. um, now. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we might have a listen. The two of the tracks that I do like that I think you've posted on your Instagram, um, Heaven Only Knows is the first one. So we'll, uh, let's, uh, let's take a listen. This is uh, Luke Hahn with uh, Heaven Only Knows. The heaven shows it if you're worth it. Stumble to the gate, finish my drinking, then stop cursing. Reminiscing about the times where I refuse to learn it. Reach the bottom, now I'm struggling to find my purpose. Started feeling empty, now I'm feeling kind of nervous. Angry at myself, I knew we never should have swerved it. Lessons that you learn on the way, cause that's for certain. Took my time, found my soul that I had lost, cause I was searching. Thinking back on better days when you were on this earthing. Laughing, drinking, singing songs with your cheeky smirking. Kinda hard to see now, cause I'm living with this burden. Still ain't nothing gonna stop me from putting all this work in. Finally reached my goals, took a while, but it was faded. Here to live my dream for all my peeps who never made it. This is for the agitated and incarcerated. Read between the lines, life is what you're making. Cause life is what you're making. One love, hey. Yeah, yeah. Only heaven knows. Hey, heaven only knows. Hey, heaven only knows. Cause only heaven knows. Only heaven knows. Yeah, yeah, only heaven knows. Hey, cause only heaven knows. There we go, mate. Uh, tell us about the words in that, and I, and I guess what what that song means to you. Yeah, so that 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 was just the instrumental of um, John Legend, the artist John Legend. Um, he, I just got it off YouTube. I just downloaded the link and just put it on the software. Then just recorded some lyrics over it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just because I, I, I just scrolled through YouTube and just looking for beats. Yep. Um, but at the moment, I'm actually working with a couple of people that are um, making making beats for me and um, working with some like awesome people, talented people. Mm. Um, I mentioned um, the also D, yeah, um, that I'm working with at the moment. I'm actually going to go see him today. So um, he's um, D knows who are, D knows I'm talking about D. So if he sees this, um, shout out to the brother D. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm working with him. But just that, like those lyrics, I've always. Um, I've always been into the storytelling side side of things. Yeah. Um, then also like the being lyrical, mm. um, having a purpose behind your words, like mm. the stuff that I want to do post footy, like youth work, for example. Yeah. Um, I don't want to put out music where it contradicts what I'm trying to um, preach to them. Yeah. So it sort of goes hand in hand. Um, yeah. So that song was just about. It wasn't even about like any. It wasn't even at the at the beginning when I was just writing lyrics. It wasn't even about like. Um, my personal experiences but then it just you write one thing leads to another then it ends up about a subject or yeah. th- that I think anyway yeah. so that's that's how that one went and mm. it just went mm. and then I played it and then my brother heard it and he was like oh it's good mm. um, even like it may not even be about my experiences it might even just be truths yeah so yeah yeah 
I, I think my favourite, and I guess being a, I've, I've got two younger brothers. I'm I'm the eldest. I'm the big brother. Uh, was a, a bit of a challenge that you put down. You know, uh, talking about your little brother, your little uh, yeah. Toko Uso. Yeah. Um, mate, let's actually let's 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 take a listen first. That's my Uso. Yeah. I love you. My little Toko Uso. This from your older brother. Can't help but smile when we say that we love each other, even though you stutter. But that's fine. Got your back like your spine. Pretend to plug the controller when so you have a fun time. All the time we spend fussing and fighting. Hit that's called pull up. Now I'm trying to stop you from crying. Just a few little stories about us. Now things have changed. Had a perfect family puzzle, but now it's free arranged. But I'm still your Uso, and you're my little ducks. You're feeding all of this knowledge that I learned from pops to you. Cause that's my job now, trying to walk you through this life. How that done it with me? Cause looking down, all he sees is his tears of joy raining down, helping us grow up. Protecting mom and the girls every day, just like he showed us, just like he showed up. Now it's me showing you, young family man, is who I see, what you're turning into, and that's hard, so trust me, ain't nothing harder than that. You need answers, I'm the one you shoot your questions at. I got facts to prove everything that I'm preaching. Hands are waving to dash, be the only time you be reaching. Uh, believe in everything that I say, just take a couple of steps. Road wasn't built to one day, as they say, and use to show patience and trust. Just be yourself and just follow all your plans we discussed. Almost time for you to explore the world on your own. Just know my love for you, already written in stone. So give thanks to the man up above for his love. I ain't talking about God, I mean the father of us. My dog also, yeah, my dog also. Made some pretty meaningful words in there, you know, about your little brother, your family, and I guess everything that has happened. Um, what was that like? I guess you know, putting putting those thoughts and those words onto paper, and then also then singing to that mate. Yeah. So before that, like I went and got my my setup um, a while ago, yep. and I've always like written and stuff. And then like I was just like, you know, me and my brother were just mucking around, just going over beats and just writing stuff, and then. I think um shout out to standard music um they're a they're a group from new zealand yeah um they they got a song called um my Uso. yeah and so they released the beat um they released the beat and then put it out there for like all their followers they're True. like oh this is a challenge um write your guys stories your guys bars it, it can be no matter how short how long talk about whatever um just let us know what you, um let us know tag us in it and all that so yep. Yep. i was just like oh yeah like this is pretty cool thing to kind of I don't know kickstart what could potentially unfold into something that I want to do, yeah. which I do want to do it. Um, yeah. So I just like oh, okay, I'll just do it. I'll just write it, yeah. and then I was like writing it, writing the stuff, and then my brother heard it and he was just like he was funny. He was acting more funny because he was like, "Is oh, it's about me?" I was just like, "I was like, well, obviously it's a muscle challenge, but because we're half Samoan, half Tongan, yeah. I was I was talk also, and yeah. he was just like." So that means little brother, does so, it? Yeah, so Uso, Uso is like brother and someone, yep. and Toko is like Tongan. It's like, True, okay. So it's, yeah, so yep. half, half. That's the, that's, the, that's the slang or the term everyone says for like, you know, Samoans and Tongans, like Toko Uso, like we yep. come together, like we all brothers sort of thing. Yeah. So like he's there, he's there on my bed, and he's just like writing stuff, like listening to music, and I'm there writing my stuff, recording it, and like I'm talking so nice about him and stuff and telling him how much I love him and stuff. And then, like, I turn around and, like, go boss them to go get me a water or something. Like, it's just, like, 
It's funny as so like I I wrote about that. Um, yeah. Read a bit about him. Yeah. Little like little stories like there was one line I was like um, I think it's like it's like um it's like can can't help but smile when we say that we love each other, even though you stutter. But that's fine. Got your back like your spine. Pretend to plug the controller in. Pretend to plug the controller in, so you have a fun time. Nice. So like behind that line is. Scotty Malua messaged me laughing going, yeah. bro, you plugged the controller in line was like, crack up. Because like, <laughs> I don't know, you probably done it like, play, like PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there playing PlayStation and he was a little kid and he's like trying to bug me to play. So I'd put my controller in, then yeah. I'll just like put his input controller near the console. Yeah. Wouldn't plug it in, but give it to him and he'll make it look like he's playing, we're playing two player <laughs> while I'm playing one player. You know what I mean? Like, so that's, that's the, that's the, the story behind the, uh, pretend to plug the controller in yeah, so you have a fun yeah. time. So, like I got a few reactions off that. Like Scotty was laughing because he's probably done that with his younger brother, yeah, Scotty. True. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, just a few fun lyrics. Then yeah, um, just some other lyrics and stuff, which yeah. is um, that you probably heard in there. So yeah, yeah. Like I said, the whole storytelling thing um, is I'm I'm big on that because some of my mm. favorite artists is um, mm. you know some of the best storytellers mm. in hip hop and mm. um, I'm a big music fan. So but my my the genre of music I listen to it just goes across everything. Yeah. And we can expect some more, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely can expect some more. Um, something, um, expect some stuff uh, more properly done because I haven't mastered yeah. the art of it at home. So, yeah. um, so I'll be working with some people that are, um, you know, that are professionals, and um, I'll just lay lay what I whatever I have um, written down. Yep. Um, on the beat on their tracks and. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely more coming. Well, mate, you're very talented. You're a family man. You've got a big heart. You've got a big career in footy. But enough about you, mate. Let's get on to the other boys in the group. The Queensland Quickfire 10. Let's smash this. The most annoying player in the group. Go. Tay McDermott. Everyone's saying Harry Wilson, but Wilson is a bit annoying at yeah. times. But I like, I like when Wilson is not annoying me when he's annoying others. But I'll say yeah. Tay McDermott. Yeah. Tay, bro, just like looking at him annoying. Yeah. Um, just seeing him like always sour, he grouch, always annoying. Um, but Nella's up there, Nella's annoying, just like yeah, yeah. But Tay, Tay McDermott is most annoying. Most underrated player. Underrated player. Underrated player. I think about this today actually. Um, Angus Scott Young, pretty yeah. underrated. Yeah. For what he produces on the field. Yep. Hard worker. Yep. Um, does all the little one percent of stuff. Yep. That people don't see, but we do see. So that's the main thing. Yep. Um, I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves. Yep. Um, but I'll go with Christy Sotia. True. Um, we rate him. We highly rate him. But yeah. I think a lot of people are quick to forget. They, um, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I generally think he's world class. Yeah. There's stuff that he can do. Um, probably putting a lot of pressure on him now. But, he, yeah, I think a lot of people are quick to forget that he was a Wallaby at such a young age, yeah. what he produced. Um, yeah. It's just unfortunate the run of injuries he's had to go through. But, yeah. man, he's he's still around. He's still killing it. You've mm. seen the form he's in. Mm. Mm. This just shows the type of person he is. He's, mm. um, you know, persevered through all that stuff. Mm. Um, so I think he's underrated. Even I think a lot of people underrate him mm. or they quick to forget. Yeah. But um, us that play for him know that what he's capable of. Mm. Most skillful in the group. Hocker, for forward Hocker, yeah. Back, um, James O'Connor, yeah. But yeah, Hocker's pretty skillful. Uh, the most uncoordinated, Blathy, Blathy, <laughs> yeah, Blathy, yeah, 
Bloody. But yeah, shout out to the pipe. That's our, our nickname for him, the pipe. The pipe. Yeah, but he's pretty unco. Hardest hitter in the group? Hunter and Chrissy. Yep. Hunter and Chrissy. Yep. Hunter's a hard hitter. Hardest ball runner? Nella. I say yeah, Nella. Yeah. You gotta if you ask if you do a podcast with Muffy, ask ask Muffy why I say he's the hardest runner and why Muffy would say he's the hardest runner. True. Muffy was snoring mid session when Nella ran. That's right. Him. He said that actually in yeah. the first episode when I spoke to him. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nella put him to sleep. <laughs> so I think that's why Muffy always listens to what Nella does. Yeah. Like Nella would tell him to do stuff, and Muffy always runs and does it for him. Yeah. The little true. bum boy. Because yeah. he got put to sleep. <laughs> Mate, who's the hardest opposition player you've come up against? Ooh. Uh, oh, Brody Retellick. Probably Brody Retellick. Yeah. Him and him and Sam Kane. Yep. I know Rongus said Sam Kane. Um, yep. And, yeah, I understand why he said Sam Kane because he just never stops. Yeah, And true. he's tough. Yep. Um, but, yeah, probably Brody Retellick. Yep. He's a world-class player. Who thinks they're the funniest in the group? Nella. Nella, he thinks he's the funniest. Like he, he does, he thinks he's the funniest. Yeah. He thinks that whatever he puts on social media is like funny. Yeah. When it's just boring, like yeah. we see, we've seen it how many times, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, how many times we see kind of coconut up, like. So, who is the best teammate? Oh. Best teammate. Everyone's saying Scotty Malua, but that's because Scotty's because Scott, like, oh, Scotty Malua, you know. Quite yeah, he's good. I'm good mates with Scotty, but sorry, Scotty, you're not my best teammate. Because yeah, uh, whoa, there's a few. Yeah, Henry Henry Spate, good teammate. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a there's a reason why a few of those Brumby boys kind of said to me that he'll be good for us because um, man, he's just been nothing but um good for us. Mm. Um, so Henry, you're not my best teammate. Sorry, bro. Um. <laughs> Ooh. Brongers is up there. Yeah. Yeah. Skipper. Yeah. But um yeah, Brongers is up there, but I think he's even more of a better team that teammate now because he's captain. You can't really favour anyone, so he's trying to please everyone in the team. So yeah, yeah it's not you, Brongers, just based on that. People please all. Um <laughs> oh, I wanna go Hocko. Yeah? Yeah. I'll go Hock. Yeah. I'll go Hock. On the on the fact, so I was listening to Scott Young's podcast, and Scott Young's the worst teammate, and Scott Young was saying he's at my group of boys that I hang around with, and he was like me, Rongers, Blighty, Hocko, Tate, like yeah. just like the reason why he's not the best teammate is because he doesn't hang out with the brothers, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he's too smart for us. Like he thinks that he thinks he feels he, he almost feels dumb when he hangs around like me, so he doesn't want to doesn't want to do that. So I'll go Hock because Hock has like. Hawk's got a good balance yeah. with yeah. everyone. Yeah. He's like funny as off the field. He just hangs out with everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, he'll send me some funny videos and that every now and then. You know, mixes well with the, the Islander boys. Like he'll, he'll try to say words or like he'll just, just put on the accent and just say words just to be funny. Yeah. Uh, I think he's, yeah, good teammate. Um, and he's just like big, big friendly giant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, I reckon he's on good balance. So for me, it's Hawk. Yeah, nice. And last but not least, mate, who is your goat? The greatest of all time, your favourite all-time player, mate. Who is Lucan's goat? Like who the goat? The who I think the goat is, yeah. and then who's my favourite player? Well, both, man. I, is it is it the same player or is it someone different? Right? Um, I think it's different. Yeah. Like my my favourite player of all time, mm. Jerome Kenner. Yeah. 
by by far. I remember playing against him um, in 2018, his last home game. Yeah. Um, he will. He was playing six, and I was playing six. I was like, bro, this is like, mm. this is surreal. Like, mm. packing on the side of the scrum, looking up, and I'm seeing Jerome Kennedy. I gotta like remember to like push out in the scrum, just like looking at him the whole time. Yeah. Which sounds a bit like a bit of a fanboy, which I am of, because like he's unreal. Yeah. Like, um, and he, like that night, like. We even chatted, um, gave him my jersey, got a picture with him. Mm. Um, I got a picture with him when I was like, it was eight years ago. True. So at that time I was 2018. I would have been 20, 2022. I was 22. Yes. At the time I was 21. Yeah. Eight years before I had a picture with him when I was young. Yeah. Young fat kid of a silver chain around his neck. <laughs> and I got that picture and I, I chucked it up and compared it. I was like, it was so cool. Yeah. Um, in terms of the greatest of all time, um, Rugby and basketball. I'll get your thoughts on basketball. Yeah. Uh, rugby, greatest of all time. I've always been torn between... Um, actually, greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. On the field, mm-hmm. Richie McCaw. Yep. Greatest, for play, greatest player of all time off the field, George yeah. Smith. Yeah. Even though George Smith is like greatest of all player, yeah. time of all player on the field, yeah. I reckon he's the greatest wallaby of all time. George Smith. True. Yeah. Um, so him and... Him and Richie McCall yeah. are like the two the two guys who um would be like the greatest of all time I reckon. Yeah. But in terms of off the field, it has to be Josh Smith. Sure. Josh Smith or Adam Ashley Cooper, they're they're both sure. good swoop, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then basketball. I know Michael jo- like just watching my MJ is just yeah. like surreal or like the thing is like crazy. Yeah. At the moment I still I because I, I grew up in the area, I think it's like Oh, it's hard, eh? Yeah. I think, yeah. What, what do you think? I can't answer until I finish watching The Last Dance. I don't know. Look, for me, growing up in the 90s, I was, you know, eight, nine, ten years old. Basketball was everything to me. MJ, you know, he, he changed basketball here in Australia, like the NBL, myself. And he, and he, he, he became a global brand and just everything. And even now, you know, he's just as popular. Um, so for me, it's MJ. I spent some time in the States after uni was living in New England, so I jumped on the Celtics bandwagon, and then for me it was Kevin Garnett. KG was just – he was the man for me. So, look, uh, Michael Jordan, back in the day, he's the GOAT. My favourite player would be Garnett, yeah. Yeah, Garnett's good, especially because he's, like, um, just crazy. He loved yeah. to trash talk. He's yeah. got his own podcast as well. Yeah. I forgot what that was called. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I reckon MJ LeBron, greatest of all time. My favourite player of all time, um, Tim Duncan. Big fundamental. Yeah. Just I just like I just like how he was just simple. Just mm. always flew under the radar. Even mm. when he retired, just done. Mm. Didn't even want a big parade. But yeah, mm. that's pretty much it. Luke, come on, it's been a great chat. It's been a long chat, but it's been a great chat, mate. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Timich.